only as good as the last, you know, customer we're serving. We're only as good as the last interaction we have. And if you put that type of pressure on yourself and your brand and your business, you're going to uh, make better choices about the things you invest in, the systems, the way you treat your people. Um, and all those things could come from a perspective we're only as good as that last play. What's up, Zach Oates here, author, entrepreneur, and customer relationship guru. Welcome to Give an Ovation, growth strategies for restaurants and retailers, where we find industry leaders to share their secrets to grow your business. This podcast is sponsored by Ovation, the actionable guest feedback tool that works on or off premise and is easy, real time, and actually drives revenue. Learn more at OvationUp.com. Welcome to another edition of Give and Ovation. I am joined today by Sam Cayucci, the founder and CEO of One Huddle, a workforce training platform. This guy started in physical fitness. Now he works in workforce fitness. Uh, he's all over the place. You can find him on CNN, Fox News, CNBC, Sky News, Yahoo Finance, Huffington Post, Bloomberg, Wall Street Journal. I could name some more, but let's pause there. Uh, Sam, so glad that you're joining us today on Give and Ovation, man. Thanks for having me, Zach. So first of all, let's talk about One Huddle and then dive into some questions. What is One Huddle? What does a workforce training platform mean? And uh, why did you start it? Yeah, uh, it's One Huddle is everything you need to know in a game on your phone. So uh, when uh, I was managing sales teams coming up, I found it was really hard. It was getting harder and harder to get people ready to go. Uh, companies really struggle. Uh, around onboarding, you know, get a higher worker, how to get them ready, ready to go as fast as possible. And they also struggle with uh, continuously developing and upskilling workers. COVID hasn't made this any easier. Uh, you know, so with that, uh, One Huddle allows a brand to take everything an employee needs to know, manuals, culture, skill development. And instead of forcing them to, you know, watch a video and take a quiz, they can learn it by playing it uh, on One Huddle. Awesome. And, and why did, why did you start it? What, what was like for you, what was the, uh, was there like an aha moment where you're like, oh man, this, the world needs this. Yeah. I worked in the fitness industry. I worked for a bunch of uh, sports brands and uh, you know, I felt like it was just getting harder and harder to get a new hire trained up to be effective on day one. And I'll, I'll never forget at one of the, one of the brands I worked with, we spent you know, $15,000 on a sales trainer to fly, fly to us and stand in front of the classroom and, you know, talk and talk and talk and talk <laughs> and talk. And uh, I'm sure and everyone was super engaged. No phones were out. Uh, it was, and everyone remembered everything by the end of the day. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I had to do a lot of like, uh, uh, I do a lot of therapy to some of our sales reps after that two or three day <laughs> exercise. So, you know, that, that was really what got me going. I said, you know, there's gotta be a better way to get people, you know, up to speed. There's gotta be a way to do it. And by the way, when we brought in that trainer, you know, two, three days later, everybody went back to doing the same old stuff anyway. So this question of, uh, how do you make it effective is a big one. And that's what we tried to solve with one huddle. So the effectiveness of actually seeing that people have, uh, ingested and can like act on the training material is one problem. What are some of the other things that are broken about training that the way it, it currently happens? Yeah. So great. You know, first thing is you just mentioned, how do you get, how do you make it sticky? You forget 87% of what you learn within 30 days on a traditional learning platform. 
Uh, one huddle is proven. You retain 91% of what you learn after 90 days of gameplay. So that's the first part. Wow. Second is second is creation. You know, work is changing too fast today. You think about in the hospitality space, you know, you got daily stand-ups, you got menus changing, you got products changes, you got all types of information changing. We don't have time to reprint the manual. Like we don't have time to build a training video. And by the time you build it, it probably changed. Yeah, yeah. So the other thing we look at on one model is uh, how fast you can author. How can we create really quickly? Um, we've built a mobile app for managers. So all they have to do is snap, build a question, swipe right, and their team can start competing on something important they need to know today. So that's the other part is who's creating. COVID has caused a lot of HR teams to get downsized. So companies, especially in frontline service sectors, are trying to do more with less. Um, so a big part of our product is how quick you can create. Love that. Now, what do you, what do you feel like the connection is between the, that employee training and the end result that everyone's looking for, which is a great guest experience? Sure. You know, the, uh, I think there's, there's two parts of it. You know, first, uh, employee, employees that can do the right thing, the right way, the right time, every time. Uh, and are you're talking about robots, right, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it can happen. You know, I got, I know a product that you can look at, uh, but if you can get employees on that proper emotion, uh, you can ensure your quality service experience is more consistent, more often. The other thing is like workers are humans. That might be tough for some to, brands to understand, but you know, if we create an environment where workers are more excited, more engaged every day when they show up, they're more likely to do the things they're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. You know, so we, we, um, one of the things we um, really advocate for brands, whether they use one huddle or not, is to really invest in training and, um, you know, spending time on culture and core values and mission and brand history. That stuff is as important, if not more important than doing some training on how to handle an angry guest. Uh, you know, yeah, it's like, it's like, teach me why, then show me how, right? If, if I can think of, if I remember why this is important, then I'm a lot more likely to be doing it as opposed to just the mechanics of, uh, of doing it, right? Sure. One of the brands we work with is uh, Lowe's Hotels. So they're a pretty big hotel brand. Uh, one of the things that they learned uh, when they started to make training more open and more competitive was they actually had an overnight housekeeper who, because they used one huddle in an environment that really um, allowed everybody to play anything, uh, this overnight housekeeper became uh, their next best bartender at one of their properties. Oh, wow. And they were wrecking, they were no, they were basically noticed because the head of talent was waking up and looking at their platform and saying, who the heck is this person beating all my bartenders on our, on our bartending and our guests, our steps of service stuff? You know, so the other thing I would say is that the other things we've learned is that uh, it, training can't be so siloed today. Employees need to be able to be cross-trained, not only because you don't know what position you're moving them into, obviously really big in hospitality, but you also need to um, create that environment because Look at, look at what's happening right now with brands struggling to find new workers. Think about what just happened yeah. over the last six months. Your next best worker could be under your nose if you start cross-training them today. 
We think this is a um, something that's been a problem with existing learning software, and it's something that if brands do it, uh, they'll reduce costs, they'll increase their their uh, the quality of service, they'll drive more revenue. And then you don't need to worry, does this person align with our values or not, right? You, you know who they are, you know what they're doing, you've got a history with them. Uh, and that cross-training is a really interesting um, really interesting concept, especially as you're looking to grow. Absolutely. Again, I think it's companies that um, have people that show up every day uh, and are excited about the work that they do. You know, it's the responsibility, and I'll shift this maybe to this point. It's the responsibility of leaders to coach and develop their people. So, you know, if I have a, a brand that is delivering a service to a customer, to a guest, uh, I should spend as much time and effort delivering a great employee experience as I do a customer experience. And if you don't do that today, you're going to be constantly, the door is going to be churning consistently on your employee side, which is, again, doesn't take too long before that impacts your bottom line. Absolutely. Now, what would you say, Sam, to someone who isn't, because I know you guys work with like the U.S. Air Force, Vineyard Vines, ESPN, Audible, the Madison Square Garden. You guys work with some, some big names. What would you recommend to maybe a, a smaller shop um, who might not be able to afford one huddle, but they want to improve their training and they want to improve their meetings? What, what are some tips you'd have for them? Yeah, I think first thing is uh, you have to have a system. And uh, you know, I think a lot of uh, where I think a lot of brand struggle is they try to buy a technology and then they try to figure out what the things their people need to know are. And that's backward. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like pen to paper, what, what are the systems and processes and values I want my people to know? And whether you use flashcards or use a PowerPoint deck, you know, first step is identifying and codifying what things are that your people need to know to be great. Then you should go out and search for a solution that can deploy that. Um, and if yes. there's no budget, you've got small brands, you don't have a budget. Uh, I don't, you know, it, you, you do have a budget uh, with time, like run daily, weekly, or monthly huddles with your group that you can actually talk through certain trainings and best practices. So, you know, I think that that's where companies struggle. They try to they try to buy an off-the-shelf platform with off-the-shelf content that's not customized or personalized to them. And if you're not connected to it, your people aren't connected to it. Um, step one is to like lay down your process. Step two is to like find a way to deploy it. I I think of it like going to a grocery store without a grocery list, right? It's like you're never gonna get what you really want if you know the flavors that you want. You got to go with a list, you know. And I see that happening all the time where people are just, you know, they buy stuff off the shelf and then say, all right, well, like do it. Right. But it it really needs to come from the business. What do we need? What are our values? How do we want to do this? And then find the best solution for that. Right. You got to find the ingredients first, uh, because quite frankly, tools like one huddle, like ovation. um, Yes, we can help a lot of people, but it's so much more effective when they know why they're they're buying the tool and they know the outcomes they want to get from it. Right. Yeah. And I mean, and you know this, especially uh, for, for what you do, uh, you know, you know, every day, uh, Zach, it's just, it, you're only as good as your last like, performance. And yeah. the, the last review, the last interaction is you have just set a new standard. And I think that that's, that's something that 
the brands that we work with, uh, I'm very impressed by because they wrap their heads around that perspective that we're only as good as the last, you know, customer we're serving. We're only as good as the last interaction we have. And if you put that type of pressure on yourself and your brand and your business, you're going to uh, make better choices about the things you invest in, the systems, the way you treat your people. Um, and all those things could come from a perspective of we're only as good as that last play. I love that. Now, one thing, one of my hobby topics is augmented reality. I love thinking about it. I'm, I'm a big believer in it. And one of the places that I have always uh, foreseen AR becoming a big factor is in workforce training. And um, would love to get your thoughts on that. You agree, disagree? What do you think? Yeah, I think there's, you know, I, I think that um, today uh, we're, we're in a very interesting time around workforce training. You know, it's sort of like fitness was 30 years ago. You know, they, they, we, have a, we have treadmills. But we don't have a lot of other stuff that companies invest in. Uh, uh -huh. And we're starting getting to that point where companies are starting to build a workforce training stack. The best companies have are training their workers from multiple angles. So you have your manuals. Yeah. You have an online e-learning thing to put all your videos. Yes. Do you have coaches and trainers going out to the field? Yes. Do you have employee surveying? Yes. You know, and to your point, AR is another area where I think that if we leverage technology around AR um, to um, cover the, the, the kind of foundations of learning, then it frees managers and coaches up to coach your people on the more human stuff. Like, yeah. here's the deal. The yeah, future yeah. of work is here. Certain functions are getting automated. You know, robots are coming for different tasks, not different whole jobs, which means that let's automate certain tasks away. Let's automate certain coaching and responsibility away with AR. And then let's free up managers to coach and develop and mentor the more human stuff that is not going away with our workforce. Totally. And that, that's one of the things I always tell in the restaurant space is that hospitality isn't dead. It's just gone digital. And the, and the, the key is not to have technology replace humans, but augment humans. I know in your TEDx talk, you talked about how the majority of jobs will have one third of the tasks disappear through automations, technology uh, in the next 10 years. And I think that, so the question is, does that mean that we're going to have a third less jobs? I think that we'll be able to use people, you know, three times more effectively. And I think that through, through technology, through that uh, enabling that partnership of humanity and technology, that's where you have the real cross. It's not the one, it's not the other. And it frees people up to do more stuff, which is connecting, right? Like, for example, um, someone has a bad experience. Sure, maybe they're not going to get face-to-face -face time with the manager, but that enables the manager to go above and beyond to really have a great text communication with them to make things right. You know, so it's that, it's that great marriage. Um, so, Sam, what do you feel like are the most important aspects of guest experience nowadays? Yeah, I think that uh, primarily the, the most important aspect it comes down to uh, brands having a, uh, a standard that they subscribe to for their people. Love so it. stick with me, stick with me here for a second. I think that, you know, when a brand is growing, we see a lot of smaller brands that, um, you know, with time, they're opening more stores or opening more locations or opening more units. They're scaling systems. Certain systems are breaking. Certain systems need to be rebuilt. 
certain turnover is going to happen as they grow and they go from teenager to adult. But the one thing that keeps those brands together that other ones fail as they scale is that they have core beliefs and standards that they all subscribe to. And it, it's, you know, I don't want to like be the one ringing the bell on have a mission statement, but more than a mission statement, it's having absolutes that your people can attach themselves to that helps you create a common language so that as you scale, younger managers feel confident coaching new employees. As your managers grow into senior leaders and regional managers, they have a common language that everybody across the organization understands. So, you know, I think the most important aspect uh, for guest experience today is not on the customer facing side, but kind of in the back of house, having standards that we all are playing together on. Um, and that ensures that we come to work every day and um, play our best. Absolutely. And, and to make sure that everyone's got the same verbiage, the same rules, um, that we're all, we're all playing the same game to get to the same end zone, right? So other than using one huddle, which I think would be a low-hanging fruit here, what are some other successful things that you've seen or tried lately? So for us, we, we spend a lot of time, energy, and resources trying to uh, understand uh, what, what is happening on uh, time to get workers ready, as well as what's happening around churn in our workforce today. Mm -hmm. Like right now, you have to be thinking about uh, the fact that um, there's a lot of research out saying the great, great resignation is here. Yeah. Brooking, you know, Brookings has a report. Gallup has a report. Uh, you know, uh, the, the Harvard Business Review has a report all saying one in two workers are going to voluntarily resign over the next 12 months and make a career switch. So for us right now, we're looking at products that help us understand uh, the, the feedback and point of view of employees during their life cycle. That doesn't just include workers that are being onboarded. It doesn't just include workers who are, who are senior. It also includes people that have, have voluntarily left. It includes people that have gone through our interview process and not been selected. So uh, having uh, a pulse on what is driving and the behaviors of our workforce today, I think is, is really is more critical than ever. The wrong answer, the wrong thing that brands are, should be, you know, are saying is they're just going to like, you know, push through it and, or downsize and call it a day. Um, there's a lot of bad stuff happening uh, inside of environments where um, you know, they're not, they're not uh, evolving fast enough. Totally. And I, I think that makes, that makes a lot of sense. And, and we really are at a stage where we can't sit back and wait anymore. We, we got to move forward. We got to take that step. Um, and so along with that, who, who's someone that you look forward to uh, hearing from? Who's someone that sh who deserves an ovation today? Yeah, I mean, as you're talking about brands who try new things and are always pushing the envelope, um, you know, one of the brands that comes to mind is Doghouse. CJ! Uh, so Doghouse, those guys are, um, they're, they're just out there in a good way. Like they are constantly uh, active across all communication channels. Uh, when our team has calls with, uh, with Doghouse, uh, we're blown away at the amount of time they spend thinking about not just the customer experience, but thinking about uh, the, their experience with their employees and their franchisees and their owners. Um, and, you know, they're not afraid to be who they are. I think yeah. that's really important today. Like they are who they are, you know, and whether it's, you know, they're some of the stuff they're going to say on social or 
you know, we did our, our rankings the other day and they came in like second or third on something. And they, they were like talking trash to us on social media. Like they're, they're just not, you know what I mean? We're, we're like friends, but that, you know, that's who they, they own the, you know, they're comfortable in their own skin. And um, that's really important. Love that. Uh, how do people find you, follow you, Sam? Yeah, if you want to find us, uh, you can head on over to www.onehuddle, the number one huddle.co um, and uh, learn more about one huddle. Dude, Sam, we get all kinds of connections like, you know, uh, CJ Mutual Customer. We're both on Nathan Lodka's pad- podcast. We both have 500 Global as uh, investors. A um, lot, lot of cross connection. Glad to finally get you on. So for helping us huddle up and get ideas to get our people to the next level, today's ovation goes to you. Thank you so much for joining us and giving ovation, Sam. Thanks for having me, Zach. Glad you're with us today and thank you. Thank you to the risk takers, the troublemakers, the crazies who are keeping this world clothed and fed. You're the ones who deserve an ovation. Again, this podcast was sponsored by Ovation. To see how we can help you grow your business, go to OvationUp.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, remember to give someone in your life an ovation today.